hey, I'm Rebecca, your host for Let's Have Tea podcast. This podcast is a time that you can come and listen and learn God's Word, study God's Word, and grow in God's Word as we wait upon Him. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 26 through 31 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. So why is the title of this podcast, Let's Have Tea? Because when you have a tea bag and it's in hot water, it makes strong tea. And the longer you wait for it, the longer you leave that tea bag in that hot water, the stronger it's going to be. And if we can learn God's Word, if we can gain some patience and grow that patience, whatever we face, we're going to be able to wait. And we're going to go through trials. We're going to grow through trials. But we have to learn to wait. There's power in the wait. And there's victory in the wait. So sit back and grab you a glass of hot coffee or hot tea, or as my husband would say, a big glass of Coke, and let's get together and study God's Word. Hey, hey friends, happy Thursday. I'm Rebecca, the host of the Let's Have Tea podcast. It's been a while since I've been on here, but I kind of took some time to unplug and regroup and just let God reset me to the assignment that He has for me. Because we all feel like we have something that we need to do, but I feel like I've been doing some things that yeah, they were important, they were, uh, they made a difference, but it wasn't in my lane. So, I just kind of took some time off and um, received a, 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 just I guess a fresh assignment, just, you know, let's, let's a clearer assignment. And back, I guess it was in April, uh, my granddaughter, who's three, three, she's three and a half, she said, Vivi, I want to take your picture. So she grabbed my phone. We were sitting outside. The wind was blowing, and she took my picture, and she was so excited. She showed me, and my first thought was, oh, my gosh, my hair, the back of it was sticking straight up. And I just said, oh, Cadison, you did such a great job. You know, I just praised her for uh, anytime she does anything I mean she thinks that I think it is the most beautiful thing in the world but you know I just told her how uh, 
how pretty she made me look and all of that. And it wasn't a week later, I was scrolling through social media and I came across this post. I don't think I'm friends, uh, whoever, I'm friends with whoever had shared it. They didn't originally write it. And what caught my attention was, I'm a quitter. And it had this picture of a person. And if I sound a little funny, if I'm talking like I have a lisp or something, I just left the dentist, so um, my face is beginning to, uh, to wake up. But um, anyway... So, I read that post that this person had wrote, and it was almost like, did I write that? But I didn't, but it was so, um, I, I related to it, and so I shared it. But I also added, you know, some other stuff to it. And it started out by, I'm a quitter. Or the picture you see is a picture of a quitter. I don't remember the exact words. I've quit a job when it um, made me compromise my... Um, better judgment or just, you know, your values. I've left a friendship because of, I've left, um, even stepped away from family members because of, and it just, it went on and on. And I thought, wow, that, I can so relate to that. Because so many times we get in a spot if it's at work, if it's with a friend, if it's with a family member, it just whatever the situation is, and we end up being like backed into a corner where we're having to do things that make us uncomfortable we are doing things that go, you know, that really convicts us. You know, I know this is wrong, but they want me to do it anyway. And so as I'm typing my part, you know, adding to what um, this writer had already uh, uh, wrote, um, I don't, it just, the words just started flowing. And it's been a while since I have written anything um, just you know a couple of devotions but never it's been a while since I have just pulled the laptop out or sit down at my desk opened up word and just started writing and but again I, I feel bad about it but I needed some time to regroup and reprioritize some things but back to the post about being the quitter, how many times do we stay in a situation that, whether it's a relationship, the job, um, even maybe church, 
um, some kind of group or, uh, you know, that we're a part of, whatever it is, just, just hear me out and then you think about the places that you are, um, that you go to or that you are a part of. But how many times do we stay in, do we stay somewhere and then we're pressured into doing something we know is not right, we do it anyway, or we're with that group of friends, you know, having lunch and they're rude to the waiter or the waitress. How many times um, have you been, you know, at a family function, you know, whether it's a holiday or a family reunion with people that you'd only see once a year and all they want to talk about is everyone's past, but they don't want to talk about their own, but they want to talk about everyone else's. And I could so relate to all of that. You know, we stay, we feel like we need to stay at that job. We feel like we need to stay in this relationship or at this place or in this um, group setting, whatever it is. But what is it doing to our mental health? About eight or 10 years ago, I um, I was at a job that, nearly cost me my life because I stayed and I stayed and I stayed at the job and God had already released me but I I kept staying because I kept telling my husband but we need the money you know we need this income and again it nearly um, caused me to lose my life and it really that that day which it was late September of 2014 and that moment changed changed me changed my thinking about things, it changed my thinking about myself, it changed my thinking about how important my life is, but so many times we place the importance, you know, we downplay ourselves and we put the importance on that job that family reunion, that family function, that voluntary group that we're in, the church, the church that we go to, that friendship, that relationship, whatever it is. We're putting that first and we're sacrificing our mental health. And It can only go so far and then we start spiraling out of control and that's exactly what I did. And for about, I ended up, I walked out of the job uh, when I realized 
that I, I could have easily taken my foot off the brake and rolled into the train that was coming by doing 85 miles an hour. That's, that's where I was mentally. I wanted to get away from a situation and I didn't know how. But I didn't ask God to help me either, even though God had already released me from that job. But I continued staying. I went against what he was telling me because I didn't want to let my boss down. I didn't want to have our family uh, sacrifice because I didn't have income coming in. But I nearly took my own life to get away from the bullying, the, uh, the backstabbing. I mean, it was just, it was horrible, horrible. And so for the last um, eight years, I have really focused on am I, who am I doing this for? Am I doing it for myself? Am I doing it out of obligation? Did God tell me to do it? Did someone pressure me into, well, we need you to sign up for the nursery at, at church. That is not my calling. You know, I, I'm sorry. You, you do not want me. I love babies, but do not lock me in a room with, you know, a bunch of little kids. I, Mom, I, I can't handle it. I love them. I would never hurt them, but that's, I, I, I can't. But how many times do we sacrifice things like that because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or we don't want to tell someone no? So what kind of impact is that causing to our mental health? And so back to the post I shared about you're looking at a quitter for so many years up until eight years ago I lived in such a state of perfectionism that it was unhealthy I would if, I, mean, I love going to garage sales and thrift shops and you know run into the grocery store on Saturday mornings before it got busy. Well, I would get up at the crack of dawn, take a shower, wash my hair, fix my hair, put on makeup, put on clothes, and then I would go to the, the garage sale or whatever, and I'm sweating, and, and I'm looking at the other person, and it's like, I just wish I could roll out of bed, put a cap on, wash my face, brush my teeth, and just go. No makeup, no cares in the world, just, just enjoying the day, just enjoying the moment. But I couldn't do that because what if somebody saw me and I didn't have my makeup on and I didn't have my hair fixed and I wasn't dressed perfectly? That is a cycle that my mind would not stop like it 
literally was eating me alive. Not that I think I'm better than anybody. It was just in my mind, I needed that. I needed to be presentable. Even though I could have easily just taken a shower, washed my hair if needed, or, you know, brushed it or whatever. But no, I couldn't, I couldn't do just that. And now it doesn't bother me to, you know, roll out of bed, pull my hair back, brush my teeth, put my glasses on, t-shirt, some leggings, and go to the grocery store. 20 years ago, I would have had to, if I needed to go to the mailbox, I would have got all dressed up just to walk across the road. And we lived in a rural part of the, the, uh, the area. But I learned to quit that. I had to quit that thinking. So I thought about that picture that Caddison, our granddaughter, took. My hair sticking up. She's got my camera, you know, my phone is kind of held sideways. But I see perfection. I see human. And I thought right then that God said, I need you to make mental health a priority in your life and a priority. I need you to, to be an advocate for mental health because you fought the battle and, and, and you come out on the other side. And you can be a warrior for so many people that don't have that cheerleader, that don't have that, you know, that person encouraging them. So, I, I, I say all of this to, to say it's okay to quit. Doesn't mean you're a quitter. It could save your life. It doesn't mean you're a bad person because you, 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 you know, if, if that job is so stressful or making you do things, asking you do, to do things that are unethical or, you know, goes against your beliefs, walk out. But first, I would, you know, pray and ask God, is this what you want me to do? But I want you to know if he says, yes, don't stay. I want you to know that it's okay to quit. I wish I would have had someone, I wish I could have heard a message like this 30 years ago, 40 years ago, and I'm only 52. But I've stayed in situations and circumstances because I thought I had to. And that turns into bondage. And it will wreak havoc on your life and on your family. And then it will trickle down from you to your children 
to their children, to their children. And I pleaded with God, please don't let my insanity, you know, wanting to do better, but going back to those old ways. I didn't want that to trickle down to TJ. I wanted him to be able to put his foot down and stand and speak up for himself. I wanted him to know he had a voice because I did not, as growing up and, and even into, you know, uh, 25 years of marriage, and it, this is nothing pointing fingers at my husband, but I didn't have a voice to say no. I didn't want to be a quitter. But now I know it's okay. Because your mental health, the, the mental stability in your life is more important than that paycheck. You can find another job. There are jobs, I talked to a lady the other day that um, she said, yes, we allow mental health days. And I said, well, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. She said, well, life is stressful, but the, the times that we live in are stressful. And the last thing we need is an employee, you know, stressed out at work, and we will not allow them to take off where they can just unplug for a moment and come back to work fresh. And that's what we want. We want to be able to allow them, if they need, one day, a half a day, a week, we want to offer that to them. And I thought, that's amazing because so many so many people don't believe in oh, it, that, that's mental health, that's not important. Well, it absolutely is. It's just important as the blood pressure pill that you take it's just as important as going and having, you know, your, uh, your, uh, your heart checked or, you know, your, your, your wellness exam, uh, your yearly exams that women get. It's just as important as having that mammogram. But yet, the stigma is, oh, that's, no, you don't, you don't talk about mental health. And if I can touch one person, if I can reach one person, if I can help one person to pay attention to their mental health, to, to go to the doctor if they need to, to get help, I feel like I've completed the assignment that God has set before me. I would like to reach the entire world. But if I can help that one person, and then that one person helps the one person, and it goes on and on and on, it's nothing about me. Because I'm just Rebecca Morian. But I want to be obedient to what God is telling me to do. And if He's telling me, get on that podcast and share a message about how important mental health is, I don't know who's going to hear this message. So I'm going to get on here and I'm going to talk about mental health and I'm going to 
you know, I've shared just a little bit of my testimony. And the hard part was, the hard part about it sharing was I was in that dark place and I was at the front of the line stopped for a train and I wanted to, I wanted to end it all. I wanted, I wanted the, the bullying to stop. This is at work. You know, I'm, I'm 40 plus years old at the time. This is happening at work and nothing was being done about it. I wanted to, I wanted it to stop because nobody would stop it for me. I, I tried standing up for myself and I couldn't. So when I was about ready to take my foot off the brake and just roll into that train, God shook that car, got my attention. I mean, it was, it was so impactful. I mean, it was just like that it happened this morning. And again, that's been eight, almost eight years ago. Um, it breaks my heart to hear that somebody committed suicide. It, I, I, I feel when I, when I hear that or I read it or see it on social media, it, it's so, I, I'm so convicted God, if I could have just got to them. That's why I'm sharing this story. That's why I want to be a, um, bring awareness to mental health. That's why I am a mental health advocate. I will fight. I will stand. I will, I will do whatever it takes to make people aware that it's okay to ask for help. I, I need some medicine to calm my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm on, I couldn't tell you the name of it, but I'm on something now that, because my mind raced all the time, I would wake up in a cold sweat at two o'clock in the morning, did I do that? Did I do that? Did I finish this? Did I complete this? Did I pay this bill? Did I, I was wearing myself out. And then I would lay there, continually worrying about it. The anxiety was unreal. And God tells us that, that we're not supposed to be anxious. But it's okay to take medication. God led me to this lady that understood this. She's a primary, uh, a physician's assistant. She understood my struggle and she helped me. And this, this has just not even been a month ago that I've been on this medication. I've tried medicine before and it just never set with my body. Like I, it would make me sick or whatever. But this one has been a lifesaver. And I've been able to, it's almost like it's, it's just, it's just, I'm chill. You know, I'm still aware of my surroundings. But if the wheels fall off, it's gonna be okay. I can't control everything. It's not a perfect world that we live in. But we serve a perfect savior. 
And if we can call out to him for help, he will help us. Do I believe that God can can heal this um, mental illness that I I have? Absolutely. But I also know that God gave men and women the wisdom to treat people with mental illness with medication and that's okay so wherever you are wherever you find yourself if you need to reach out to me please do I would love to mentor you or pray with you I want to walk through this with you. I had no one. No one, my, my husband, but he didn't understand it. And maybe I can't grab your hand and say, Let, let's, let's walk through this. But by faith, I can grab your hand and, and walk you through this. I'm reminded of, though I walk, I think it's Psalm 23, though I walk, plus 23, it's, it's a couple of verses down in, but though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. A shadow. A shadow is just an image. It's not, it's not something, you know, it, it's not, it's not a person. It might be a person's shadow. But so many times we think we're never going to walk through this, this darkness. Through the valley of the shadow of death. We're dying. No, it's just a shadow. The enemy is playing tricks with your mind. It's a shadow. So if you want to reach out to me by email, my email address is rrmoran at outlook.com. If you want to leave um, a message on one of the, you know, DM me on one of the social media platforms, I will get back to you. I want to help you. And I can't help you if I don't know that you need help or that you're out there needing help. Don't be ashamed. I want to be transparent. And I can't be transparent if I, if I don't share with you that I had suicidal thoughts eight years ago. I couldn't be transparent if I didn't tell you I wanted to take my foot off the brake and let that train hit me. I couldn't be transparent if I didn't tell you it's okay to take medication. I take medication. I've even been on Prozac before and it didn't settle with my body well. It's okay. 
So again, wherever you find yourself, you might be having one of the worst days of your life, reach out to me. You may be having the best day that you've had in a long time, reach out to me. You can find me on Facebook, Rebecca R. Moran. I have an author page, and I'm sorry that I am not speaking uh, really well. My, my face is trying to wake up, but I'm still have, struggling with some words. But if you can, wherever this podcast is shared to, you'll be able to contact me. I would love, again, I would love to be your mentor, to be that that go-to person. I am not credentialed in mental health or I'm not a doctor, I'm not an assistant, I'm, I'm just a child of God that has been given an assignment to stand up for those that struggle with mental health because you can overcome the struggle and I want to help you so again please reach out to me Jesus loves you I love you Jesus wants to hear from you I want to hear from you you don't have to do this life alone even though it feels like it's a you're alone it's a dark world no one is can see you no one can hear you I can I've been there where you're at and there is hope Jesus is our hope and he wants to fill us God wants to fill us with hope so overflowing that it flows on to others you have a blessed Thursday and remember it's okay to quit and it's okay to not be okay be honest with yourself take inventory jot those things down that you feel like you can't overcome team up with me and God and and let's check those things off your list Again, it's nothing to do with me. I am just here on assignment. And if God didn't tell me to do it, I I promise you I would not be doing this. But God said do it. I care, but it's so out of my comfort zone. But again, I love you and I want I want to see you well. I want to see you healed and whole and have healthy mental health. So you have a great Thursday. Again, please reach out to me if I can help you or pray with you. And just just know that Jeremiah 33 3 says, If you will call unto me, I will answer you. So if you will call out to Jesus, he will answer you. He's waiting. Y'all be blessed. And until next time, let's have tea.
Thanks for listening today. I'm so thankful that you joined us. If you like our show and want to know more, please leave us a review on iTunes or your listening platform and make sure you subscribe to the show. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook. Until next time, let's have tea.